welcome back to Cinema Megan Theaters. We are on week 17. There has been a little bit of a hiatus, but I'm back. Happy Mother's Day to Vernon and Thomas. Um, <laughs> we just finished watching. Yeah, anytime. Um, we just finished watching Clerks, which was released in 1994 and was directed by Kevin Smith. It is like a primal example of the independent film movement of the early to mid 90s. Um, uh, most importantly of why it is an independent film uh, the total budget for this film was roughly $27,575 um, which I was watching a YouTube video earlier today and they did like they calculated the inflation which for today so it would probably be around like $48,000 give or take so not much at all <laughs> um no, no, no. Yeah, <laughs> this was uh, Kevin Smith's uh, debut feature film. Um, it was he he did he wrote and directed this movie, and it was actually shot in the convenience store and video store where he actually worked. Um, it's located in Leonardo, New Jersey, um, and I'm assuming too. Like I saw like what um, when Caitlin's uh, like brought away by the ambulance like it even says like Leonardo New Jersey so I'm pretty sure like they had to have brought in the volunteer fire department too as well for this movie um but yes and then also this film uh recently in 2019 was selected for preservation in the National Film Registry uh due to its impact on the independent film movement and I would really like to talk about how this film in particular works as an independent film because it's a very mundane topic like it's just a like two guys working as clerks in a convenience store and a video store but i think if it was like the usual like hollywood blockbuster it wouldn't have worked um i i think that it being an independent film uh again with that meaning like the twenty seven thousand dollar budget um, like it was just like more like I hate using the word like wholesome but like it felt more authentic like you know Kevin Smith like he just like directed like a day in the life of him like living <laughs> working at this convenience store um, other aspects of this movie that I think add on to this film being more authentic as an independent film rather than a Hollywood blockbuster um, to raise money for the film's budget uh kevin smith sold a lot of his comic book collections uh apparently like like the collectibles i'm not into comics too much but i i do know of people who have comic book collections and that's like a, a big deal to like sell them to like at all because again they're collector's items um he also maxed out more than a dozen credit cards and he casted friends and acquaintances for the roles throughout the movie. Um, also going back to the locations, uh, because the convenience store and the video store were actual stores in the town of uh, Leonardo, New Jersey, uh, they were businesses. So businesses are typically open throughout the day, whether that be like nine to five or like I know the convenience store is at 6.30 to 10.30. So uh, this movie was mostly shot at night, I think it was over like, I forgot the actual number, but it was like 18 to 21 days 
at night um, for shooting for this movie. And yeah, so like with all this stuff that like kind of, oh now, okay, don't hate me because I immediately, I don't know why Bicycle Thieves got brought up in my head, but I'm thinking like how it's that uh, style of filmmaking of like literally bringing just like people and places from like actual life onto the screen and kind of just acting as they would usually just with a camera in front of it it's just like I I wrote down like a little note I was like this is legit method acting because they were just like doing what they usually do (laughs) just now there's a camera in front of it um but yeah uh do you guys think that like this film would have worked as like a Hollywood blockbuster or it being an independent film was like key to this this film's success I definitely think that it needed it didn't need to be made by a convenience store clerk, but like it just makes it that much more authentic feeling, and you could tell like the slow pacing and this like the slow like monotony of feeling like at a work like at a, being a convenience store. I don't think you would have gotten that at a at a Hollywood uh, film, or it just would have would have felt as authentic. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think. At the time, maybe not so much. It would have worked as like a major Hollywood film because that year you have films like uh, Forrest Gump. Uh, I think The Mask was that year. And that's a completely different type of comedy. Are you talking like but the Jim I think... Carrey movie? Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um. Yeah, I just don't think that era, like the usual suspects and stuff like that, like that, I just don't think that era necessarily would have worked as a big Hollywood film. But something I was thinking about a lot by watching the movie was how this is, I think, I, I mean, I'm not sure that we haven't talked to Judd Apatow, but I think this influenced a lot, Judd Apatow a lot, with like a lot of his movies in the 2000s, like uh, Superbad and... Um, yeah, just like all the Judd Apatow, Seth Rogen stuff. I feel like that, like a lot of the comedy just seemed like it came. And this movie just seemed like it influenced a lot of their stuff later on. And I think that if later on, like uh, mid to late 2000s, it could have worked as a Hollywood movie. Are you thinking like just like the, the but way I think the without jokes it, it were like have... told and everything? Or like the Yeah, stories? just like the, vul- the vulgarity, the... Gotcha. Um, yeah, kind of just like laid back, not super plot heavy necessarily. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but more just like guys having a good time. Even though I think like the Seth Rogen super bad stuff like that had more plot. This was this movie was more just like, all right, we're just gonna spend the day in a life and try to tie it together. Yeah, like yeah, it, 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 kinda, it felt like like all right, guys, uh, we're gonna hit play and just kind of do your thing. Like. <laughs> Um, yeah, no, I think that's definitely one of the, it just feels as genuine with their conversations. It feels like these are genuine, actual conversations that they've had before, like something about the Star Wars thing, or mm-hmm. like them like critiquing customers. You could like those feel like lines that an actual convenience store clerk would say about like the people that are they are so fucking done with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Because also like. Um, even thinking just like Kevin Smith, like at like this movie specifically as his first movie, I'm trying to, I know like he did Chasing Amy, which is like on my list to watch. 
I'm trying to think if I. Uh, I see. It's just like, what? Uh, it clerks. I was gonna say that's it's, chasing Amy is an interesting one just because it it, does, it it holds up in such a weird, not great way. But uh, so I'm I'm, I'm very excited yeah. for you. To I haven't that. seen it, but, but I've heard like, it. Yeah. It, oh, it I, I don't know anything like, about it. I just know <laughs> it was on like HBO it, or Netflix. I, like, I still. I still stand by it as like it's a good kind of movie, but Larry, it's it's you'll you'll know what I'm talking about. Um, but with Clerks, like they made the sequel, they made Clerks two, yeah, mm-hmm. um, and it it like it obviously had a bigger production budget behind it. it had you know it had more, uh, it, had, it just had more behind it, and it lo- it doesn't completely lose that feeling of authenticity, but it's definitely not as loose as what the original clerks intended it to be like just a collection of a bunch of different days in the life essentially yeah and uh yeah i just was gonna say before too with like this being his first movie like right out of being a clerk himself like i mean two months ago i was i myself was working at a grocery store and I don't know, like, not that I said this stuff to, like, customers or acted this way at work whatsoever, but, like, it just captures, like, a true, like, essence of it all, (laughs) like, of being, like, in the service industry and, like, I'm thinking, like, specifically, like, with the customers, that's, like, what I mean by that, just, like, Mm -hmm. even just, like, interacting with just, like, sometimes the oddest of people, like, whether they want to like whether they're trying to be odd or not like even i'm thinking like oh like how much is this and it's like a giant sign that says 99 cents and like yeah that's that was every day <laughs> like that that happened like i worked at party city years ago and people are like is this a store where you guys sell balloons and i'm like standing behind a balloon wall and i'm like uh-huh like <laughs> um that, but i've, I've also been that it. yeah i've Sorry. also been that customer too so like i've mm-hmm. That's why I love Randall's speech at the end, where he's like, like acting as if like convenience store clerks are like, oh, we're all better than all the people that come to the store. Like, who the fuck are we to say a thing? We're like, why are we not? You know, it, it's just such an interesting like perspective, I guess. Yeah, because I I think most people work retail or like food industry, like in the food or retail industry service you know what I mean like at some point in their life um and like I said before I think that like even like if we do work in the service industry like continuously or if like we leave it and then we come back as a customer it's like we still have those moments of being that annoying customer whether we like it or not just even sometimes of them just being there like I know I would joke at work I'm like I can't stand when like customers come in like an hour before we close even though it's like an hour like I have plenty of time to clean up like afterwards you know um but yeah I I enjoyed that speech his little soliloquy at the end Their best moments together, like we're talking about, just like their them being their Kevin Smith's friends and not being actual actors. When those mm-hmm. two like act together, they it just comes off supernatural. Yeah, yeah. Even like when you know, because there were times like I know in the beginning of the movie, Vernon, you had said like, "Oh, I get why I didn't watch this movie like before because the acting's really <laughs> bad." But even when the acting was really bad, I still was like, "This is like." the best thing ever still just because of the relationships between 
or um I want to say like the chemistry between the actors, like whoever did the casting, I think did a good job with that Mm -hmm. where everyone like kind of was able to have like banter with one another fairly easily, whether the acting was good or not. (laughs) Um, But yeah. And then I'm curious too, if you guys like, I mean, this film definitely does, but I'm curious, like what you guys think, like um, if this film makes any comments on like the retail slash service industries as a whole, like, cause I'm thinking, um, I wrote down like, <laughs> this is, this is my first time watching this movie. So as I was like, I don't know, I just wrote down this question and then like, I made a follow-up question where I'm like, does this mo- will this movie like say that like capitalism fails us all <laughs> like, and I think it makes like a a statement where oh I'm trying to like word this properly like like yeah like sometimes it's just yeah like going back on that I'm gonna call it a soliloquy again um it's like these two guys or at least Dante is working like he he's putting an effort maybe it's like not a lot but he's definitely doing more than his friend and he still seems like he's stuck in the same place and I forget in the movie does he say like if he's been there for years like has in the in the movie has he like been there since high school I believe so. I'm not probably since high school, but I'm definitely guaranteeing they've like it's been they've been there for a while. Yeah, and like it's um yeah, he just like seems to be like stuck in the ruts. Not saying that like service jobs have to be that way, but also like I'm just thinking like I've worked service jobs and I'm talking like within the United States. I don't know what it's like in other countries. Um it it does seem like it's um, like much harder and it's not as respect. It's not as respected as it should be because a service job I think is like one of the like most difficult things to do like constantly because you're dealing with so many people, even like, I don't want to like compare it to like COVID, like not like bring COVID into this, but like, I can't um, like, I mean, I worked like two months ago in a grocery store, like COVID's still going on, but like, I can't even imagine like, you know March of last year in 2020 like and it just doesn't seem as like a culture it's not like as respected and I I don't like that because I think that's just like it doesn't make any sense (laughs) for this industry to like have that lack you know what I'm saying like Mm -hmm. and also too yeah for sure yeah and like you know the movie even starts off he gets a phone call from his boss when he's off and his boss is like, yo, I swear I'll be in by 12. And then he goes to Vermont. Like, I – and that's happened. Like, I'm sure that's an accurate thing that I don't know if Kevin Smith went through or definitely somebody <laughs> has gone through that before working mm-hmm. retail where, like, you cover for somebody and then you still get screwed over even though you're doing the favor to begin with. Um, yeah. So. Well, yeah, that's about- that's yeah. honestly like, like <laughs> I feel like what big, the big statement that they make in it is just like the two different perspectives on on being a retail worker from both Randall and Dante. Dante early in the morning, oh, I don't want to be here, but I'm gonna be here because I'm a good worker. I'm gonna keep doing it. I'm gonna stay here all day. I'll complain about it, and but I'm not gonna get any 
thank you reward for or anything like that. But he's probably going to just come in the next day and just do the same thing over again. And nothing will change. That's why, like, Randall gets pissed at him. Like, why are you saying sorry all the time? You're right. He doesn't have a backbone. Mm-hmm. Well, on the opposite side, Randall is has the perspective of the customer is going to treat me like shit anyway. Why don't I beat them to the punch? Yeah. And I don't know, just trying to find the like, And the thing is, they neither of them get really any benefits or they don't get a punish for like anything that they do throughout the entire movie. It's just yeah. going to keep happening no matter what. So I think that's like, I, I, I don't know if there really, there probably is like a huge overall message to the movie, but it, it's so loosely pulled together that you can kind of, it's not saying anything explicit, but like, mm-hmm. I think the main thing you can pull from it is like just the two different, ways to work in that convenience store and how they're both treated differently but they don't really have anywhere to go so nothing's gonna change yeah it's kind of like what's the better route to take as the employee (laughs) like Mm -hmm. like and they both lead the same direction they both lead to the same spot in the end so what's the point of doing the better job as opposed to just being the ramble which i think is like the I mean, that's just a problem with, like, society. Um, like, so, um, I, think, I yeah. think the idea is true of, like, we're both, like, what's the point of doing, like, working hard if we're all both going to be in the same place? Mm-hmm. But I don't think the movie is trying to say anything. I just think the movie is, like, because, like you said, Kevin Smith worked, actually, like, worked these jobs. So I think the movie is actually true. Mm-hmm. To like the experience, yeah. But I don't think I don't think specifically he's trying to say that. Yeah, no, not think, at all. Yeah, like like we're like, hyper uh, hyper analyzing this movie. right now. Like, okay. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. No, <laughs> say, like, a movie like Nightcrawler, a completely different movie. I think that movie is very specifically trying to say something about capitalism. It's the way yes Jake Gyllenhaal's character is treating his like intern, as you call it, and like. There's a lot of the dialogue and a lot of like the way the movie plays out through Jake Gyllenhaal. That's obviously saying something about capitalism, mm-hmm. ambition, and stuff like that. But I think this movie is just true to like that experience of working in a movie store, or working in a convenience store, and that yeah. just kind of okay. happens to be true. I think yeah, you could like literally pull on that information, like you try and literally pull, find that exact same information that you find in this movie by analyzing probable actual clerks at a convenience store, mm-hmm. like a like a supermarket or something like that. Yeah, I I, th- I think again, like you, with this hyper like analyst that I brought forward, like you have it, you definitely like I'm bringing outside so like the outside world, like my like experiences from <laughs> it to like, cause like I, I don't know, like after like like I I don't know, like I don't think of it like watch as I was watching the movie, like oh it's trying to make a statement, but then like Thomas, I really like the um what you were saying about how like the two different choices, but they lead up at the same spot. And then like, when you think of that, you're like, mm-hmm. something's wrong there. Like, <laughs> but again, <laughs> like this movie doesn't like point to an answer. It's just like, if you keep thinking about it, it raises a question. And I, I think uh, we, we mentioned, I'm trying to talk about like the alternate ending. I'm not sure if you want to go into that, but just like how like, I think he was trying to make that like a statement at the end with what mm-hmm. like the alternate ending was apparently was planned to be, 
But leaving it how it ended, like what it did, I think it, it helps back up that claim of like it being the never ending cycle of just they're going to keep going to work. Yeah. The uh, yeah, the um, original ending. Uh, Vernon, do you know of it? No. OK. Um, I think, yeah, the friend leaves and Dante is just like by himself and some guy comes in and Dante doesn't realize and then in the end it's like a robbery gone wrong and Dante is shot and killed. What? Yeah. Am I missing that? Yeah, and that just yeah, ends. That just ends. No, that, that's literally it. He, he's like he like he doesn't realize hey we're closed. Boom. And then he just falls to the ground. Guy takes the stuff out of the register and runs out. That's it. Uncut gems nineteen ninety four. Yeah. That if they kept that original <laughs> ending, I think it would be like this like analyst like analysis that we're doing it feel, right it now feels like, like it, was saying, it yeah. would be like all right it that's pretty like obvious yeah like um but yeah for clerks like as it was released um without the original ending like you know with the altered ending or whatever um i think it stays true to like the i, I wanted to say buddy comedy i don't know if that would be accurate <laughs> but like just like i would say so i mean yeah it, it like your, your classic a, like comedy all... of like the day in the life like <laughs> day in the life comedy there's also the buddy the buddy comedy inside the buddy comedy with fucking uh jay and silent bob yeah the oh, greatest I, characters in all of cinema i'm i love that he speaks at the end and because i was like curious i was like i wonder if he's gonna speak and then when he says like you know all girl, like there are a lot of girls out there, but not every girl will bring you lasagna for lunch. Lasagna, most like, of them that's... just cheat on you. Yeah, He's I was like, that's very true. Because <laughs> like... <laughs> yeah, like I don't know, Dante goes through like some some life changing events <laughs> in a ten hour mm-hmm. shift, or oh my day. god, wait, no, he's there for like sixteen hours. Yeah, it's a long fucking day for him. Holy crap, it's rough. Yeah, because he doesn't. And come then just, jeez, and he had plans. He had Simon plans Bob afterwards. And... <sighs> I would just go. Yeah, home. he was planning going <laughs> going out for more dates and just when sleep doesn't exist, and and then he had to go back to work the next day. Yeah, my man had two dates planned after <laughs> <laughs> <have to> work. <laughs> oh, you know he's got one, so it's okay. Get coffee at nine, so I can fuck on the beach. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, so were there Thomas? Did you see the sec- the sequel of the of Clerks? I've seen almost all Kevin Smith movies except for like one. Okay. So yes, I've seen it. There's not there's there's not a third yet, right? No, there's there's plans to be. I think there's been like on and off plans for a long time. Gotcha. But I think they've like he's also like I think first he's gonna make Mallrats two, which is. Like a sequel to Mall Rats, which is another like Kevin Smith movie, which focuses more on Jay and Silent Bob and other characters. But I think after that, they might do a Clerks three. With they they, they kind of did make like a kind of spiritual s successor with um it's called Yoga Hoosers, which is a I haven't seen this one, but it's with Kevin Smith's daughter and Johnny Depp's daughter playing like Canadian clerks essentially. I haven't seen it, but I, I or even know if it's a good movie, but I know it's it's out there. Yeah. 
I, I always appreciate a good movie that like fully captures what it's like to like, I guess, not be a movie star, you know, <laughs> like mm-hmm. where I'm like, yeah, okay, they get it. Like, <laughs> I'm always thinking like when celebrities are like, we're real people too. <laughs> like we have real problems or I mean, they do have problems. Um, but this just like, it's very relatable. I like really absolutely. Content. <laughs> um, but yeah, those are that's all the notes that I had for tonight. Um, any other final questions, comments, concerns, fun facts, funny stories? Um, <laughs> well, uh, I mean, you mentioned that Kevin Smith used his entire comic book collection yeah. to make this movie. Mm-hmm. He later went back and bought it all. After, like, making money back. Oh, good for him. Oh, yeah. This movie brought in $3.1 million at the box office. So they did get their money back. <laughs> yeah, no. Oh, wow. That's cool. Yeah. Oh, that's Release good. the Smith cut. What? Of Superman Returns. Release the Smith the cut Sm- of Superman Returns. Oh, yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I would... I I definitely recommend like they're looking at the like he calls it like the viewist universe like there's all the movies that he makes that like that are tied in to to like it stems from this but like people like just random one-off characters randomly pop up like I think the egg guy comes up in something else oh my gosh I forgot about the egg guy that like these are great characters like like I've seen like not that to this extent but like just having customers that like do that stuff where you're like, what are you doing? <laughs> but then also when like that woman was checking out the milk, I'm like, I'm that woman. Like, I mean, I'm not, I'm not putting milk on the ground to go check the date, but like, I'll take like, if there are like three things on the shelf, I'll take the second one. Like I won't take the one that's out yeah. in front. I don't know. It's like exposed to everyone, like everyone else. Like I got to go for it. I'll think further back. And like the milk, like this one's for suckers. I, I mean, when I was up at school, like, I haven't bought groceries in a while, but, like, up at school, I would have, like, a half gallon of milk, like, for a week. Like, I only really used it for cereal. And I would, like, still, like, at Trader Joe's be like, I need the milk that doesn't expire for, like, two and a half (laughs) weeks, even though, like, I'm going to drink it before the week's done anyway. Like, (laughs) I I don't need the milk to be so... Like, I don't know, it'd be fresh for that long because it's not even going to exist for that long. But So how did it feel to be personally attacked in this movie, then, if you are that milk person? You know, I, I have to go yeah, back into the credits to see if um, <laughs> if they have a disclaimer saying that, like, <laughs> any events or characters <laughs> that are coincidental or, like, are fictional and any relation is, like, purely coincidental or something <laughs> like <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to see for except Megan Yo, just buy the fucking milk. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, the egg guy. I'm curious, like, because this is a cult film too. And have you seen, like, I'm thinking, like, up at school, like, do you know of anyone who, like, ever dressed up as these characters for Halloween? I'd love to dress up as Veronica. Uh, I love the giant bow in the back of like her. Um, Jay and Silent Bob are really popular. Yeah, mm-hmm. I've seen Silent Bobs all the time. 
And it's the best costume because you don't have to talk the entire night until, like, you really need to. <laughs> like, you come out, like, everyone's pissed drunk on Halloween, and then you just say, like, the most whimsical shit. <laughs> and then you walk away. That's what I want to do. It's going to walk around saying that she, not everyone buys you lasagna, brings you lasagna. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, At work. <laughs> but, yeah. All right. Well, I guess I'll end it here for tonight. Thank you guys for joining. Um, as always, I had fun. I say that every week. I hope that doesn't get annoying, but I do have fun. I um, hope you keep having fun. If you ever tell us when you stop having fun. I yes, definitely. Yeah. Well, because like the last two weeks, it's just been like a lot. Like just stuff has been going on at home. That I'm like, I'm not gonna be around by six thirty on mm-hmm. on Sunday, and like. It was like middle of last week. I'm like, I really need to watch another movie and talk about it with people because it's a lot of fun. And I guess that's good because I paid money to do that in school. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, I shall see you guys next week. I hope you have a splendid evening and a phenomenal rest of the week. All right. Bye.